that's good. That's, that's quite a setup. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Dennis. Hello. Good evening, sir. Uh huh. You are also still alive. Well. Good to know. Yep, breathing fine. So far, so good. Spain is in just awful shape. Spain is in I'm, awful I'm shape. Reading, yes. reading in the news. They, they undoubtedly are filling uh, cooler trailers with bodies as they are in other places. It's the most ravishing thing in our lifetime. It redefines everything before this point and now after this point. It's one of those. Yes, I, I agree. But yes, we're fine. We're fine and, uh, and it's cheerful, as you can see. Just Well, that's... <laughs> That's to be but, expected. I mean, but what's the name of the hour? There's one thing. There's yeah. one thing that I know no matter what it happens every Monday at 530. And it is. Happy hour. Bum, bum, bum. Ba -da -da. Yeah, baby. Ba -da -da -da. Well, we over here in Spainland are, um, we're back to being six hours different from you. There were like three weeks there where we were two, where we were uh, five hours difference, huh. and now we went to daylight savings time. And, so it's ten thirty uh, at night there. No, it's eleven thirty at night. Eleven thirty at night. Wow. Yes. So. So you are really at the happy hour. I'm at the at the pinnacle of the, the happy. pinnacle. Yes. Uh huh. And is this a typical night for you that you work this late or no? Uh, I often stay up to midnight, and now that the fucking schools are closed. Uh, yeah. Where there's, there is no alarm clock anymore in the mornings. Uh, I've been letting the kids, like I just put the kids to bed uh, yeah. at 11. And uh, and they get up at uh, 9 or 10 in the morning. and Might as well. Right, exactly. And Might as I, well. I, I, I print, I have a, I have a, a secret source of, um, of math worksheets that I can download a PDF every day and print one out and, uh, and give them some busy work to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and... Yeah, that's. Your mom's uh, going to work every day at the at the factory. Yes, uh, it's a uh, five. It's um half of the days. So rather than like, <clears throat> uh, it's three days one one week and two days another week or something like that. How many hours per day? Mm, eight plus eight, yeah. an hour of commute. So uh, yeah, yeah, but it's been uh, yeah, like time has just cease to have meaning man yeah 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 well so you know i do a lot of work out of my house anyway so this isn't anything different and because i'm working on some major projects i'm working five to six hours a day which is sanity for me and then walking after that and really just having a regular work day as a as i have for years when i'm not on the road of course i'm not gonna be going on the road anytime soon so i did file under the emergency bill here the uh for unemployment uh, private contractors apparently have found a way into that bill, so we'll see. Um, but uh, things are tight. Things are tight. So it's a it's a six trillion dollar bailout, and it's likely to balloon to twice that. The unemployment here is going to be one out of every three people, thirty thirty two plus percent. It's, it's unheard of. Numbers we haven't it's, really put well, into a calculator and, before. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is that you know, <laughs> it's. it's I have to laugh at it because Trump is such a buffoon uh -huh. that as my wife and I sitting through it are screaming at him so and storming out of the room because we can't believe the stuff he thinks is important to say and mm -hmm. and, and how frequently he lies and this and that. No, I can't but then when I look but then when I look back at it later, I have to laugh really to keep my sanity because he is such a lunatic. He is a buffoon. He is a caricature of himself. And himself is a caricature of what the fuck knows what? A cross between a fucking monkey and a dollar bill? Well, I mean, Jesus well you know what's a cross between a monkey and a dollar bill is the um, the Monopoly guy with the top hat and the money coming out of his pockets? Yeah. Yeah, he's that guy. Mr. S Mr. Smith. <laughs> sure, we'll call him that. Hey, He went hey, to Washington. Change, change the subject. So so the reason is that I'm, you know, the comedian... Uh, it's a BJ Smoove who's yes. on, uh, right? He, <laughs> he is interviewed on that, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Cyrus radio, whatever. Serious. Serious radio. And, um, interviewed by that, that famous Jack, I'm drawing blanks here. Uh, yeah. And, the, um, but, 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 God damn it. So anyway, this is what he, this is what the interview is about stuff he pitched to Saturday Night Live that never got picked, even though when he got up to pitch it, 
which he pitched it like it was a comedy routine. Mm-hmm. He had everybody in the room absolutely rolling on the floor, but they would never do his stuff. And you can hear why. And it's, it is one of the most hilarious things I've seen all week. So, uh, and, and he's so funny. And, and one more thing, he also, he has a tape. I think I sent it to you maybe. It's him doing a meditation. And he's, he's doing a meditation. The stuff that he's doing in, uh, and uh, is it JB Smooth? JB Smooth, yeah, yeah. He's a uh, he's from North Carolina, actually. Oh, he is funny. And when when you're watching the show and he gets into his rips, you know he's making it up, right? It's because Larry David is doing everything he can to to, to keep a straight face. Oh, he's got me in stitches. It's so good to laugh out loud. I mean, it doesn't last very long. Then you yes. wake up to the reality of COVID nineteen. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I got to say, I'm I'm very envious of my American friends that are allowed to go for walks. Uh, I have been at home for a fortnight, just locked in my house. Um, I I've been doing shopping. I used to go shopping every day. I would not plan that far ahead, and I would just plan a day's worth of uh, you know what's for lunch and what's for dinner, and I'd go buy it and cook it and whatever. Uh, but now I'm, I'm, we're trying to go four days in a row without leaving the house. Uh, and this past time, I, uh, because the way that the, the super, I think I mentioned this last time, the way the supermarket, my local supermarket is set up is rather than letting you go in, uh, now they just have these tables set up like you're registering at some events to get your, to get your ID card or whatever. And, uh, and they say, all right, tell us what you want. And we'll go, we'll go back into the store and get it and fill up a little basket. And then you, you can check out and take it. Um, and, uh, because I'm, because I'm friends with the, with the folks at the, at the shop, um, I have, I can communicate with them via text. And so I, I, I sent one of them, uh, I said, Hey, if I sent you a list, could you prepare it all and have it there ready for me? So I don't have to be there standing there and, and telling you, and now go there, now do this and now do that while I'm there potentially uh-huh. contaminating and be con- being contaminated by, you know, yeah, get ahead of it and right. save everybody time. So I, I said, uh, so I went and I made a I made a list, and because I'm familiar with the, with the store, I like I can like put it in order of how you have to go around the store to get all the items. Oh no, kid! Uh, and, <laughs> well, that's that's pretty that's pretty good to you. That's <laughs> and good for you. And so uh, the the the, the Eric, I don't <laughs> I don't know a lot of people who 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 would even who would even think of that, let alone let alone do that. Well, that's, let's put a pin in that. I want to I want to go back to that. It's uh, efficient, but the. Uh, and so the first time I, I did that, uh, I was also ordering like a, um, a a box of 15 liters of wine because fuck here we are locked locked up. Uh, wine. And uh, and so I, I sent him all this, and he said um, he said, uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this to you because it's it would take you two or three loads to carry all all of this. I've got a I've got a cart. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it to you. It's just it's just around the block. It's uh it's maybe 200 yards uh, huh. to the shop. And, nice. uh, and so, and so he said, um, he said, uh, you come down in the elevator and I'll load all this into the elevator. And, and I went downstairs and he, and he put everything in the elevator and he had one of those little wireless, uh, uh, payments card, um, uh-huh. and I, right. and I was able to pay with, uh, you know, with contactless payment and it was, it was really nice. And then I, I got upstairs and I had these boxes full of, uh, full of my groceries. Uh, it was just, uh, a, a and this is because I go there every single day. Like I'm a I'm a VIP right. customer. They they right, appreciate right, my right, uh, right, my loyalty. Right, sure. Uh, sure, and sure, you know, sure. and my attention to right. detail of putting everything in the right order. But uh, no, uh, but there's um I wanted to go back to that. There are, uh, you know, on on the for mobile phones on the app stores, there's twenty five thousand uh, shopping list apps. Right, that's the easiest fucking thing to write. You make yeah. a list of stuff and then put a checkbox next to it and you check it off and whatever. And I've never, because my shopping needs have never been as uh, that complicated, I've never really needed to use one. But I remember installing one one time where the app was clever enough to learn your path through the store. Oh, okay. And in the order that you that you normally checked off things, like if you always checked off oranges right, before you right, checked right, off chicken, right, 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 then it right. would it would then when you got to the store, it would sort it would the stuff it. in the way that it knew that you normally check stuff off, which is that's, just a clever idea. That is great. Isn't that? Isn't that? that is- just that is great. That thinking is great. about the user, making that extra bit of difference that makes right. people want to use your app. Right. 
well, and I would right. mention the name of the app if I could remember it, and they would sponsor the show. But uh, <laughs> neither is true. So right. fuck those guys. Well, you know, and people are creative. I mean, my uh, my nephew was a bartender in D.C., and now he's he's delivering beer for a living. And you know, and that's what's happened here. I mean, one of the one of the more stunning aspects of the delivery service here, which is similar with different stores and different age groups. Like my age group, you get more services for home delivery than than people that are younger, but one of the delivery services is you go online and you order whatever marijuana you want and they will drop it off at your house. There you go. In quantities not to exceed two and a half ounces. That's a lot of pot. Well, it's, uh, you know, weeds to curb service or something. It's exactly uh, what it is. You nailed it. Port, there's you a... nailed it. You nailed it. Sort of garden to curb, but yeah. No, they, the way they... they um... They call it uh, seed. Well, for those people that don't, don't actually have it delivered, uh, it's it's called seed to store. Is wow. the is the tracing uh, for all goods really, but also for uh, right. for the marijuana. Well, it's interesting that the, it's and it's an essential service for medical marijuana users. You know, right. yeah, and and so, but 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 but, but so are liquor stores and beer stores for medical uh, liquor users. Well, well, they all happen. For the most part, I've never been in one that doesn't sell some food, even if it's small bags of potato chips and, <laughs> and big, you know, big uh, strings of smoked salami, you know, jerky. Step into a Slim Jim. Slim Jim, that's right. Slim Jim Bean. started making them longer and longer. I thought they made a Slim Jim once it was like four foot fucking long. <laughs> Come in handy today, I make a six foot one. And then you could use it to keep people away from you. The more you ate, of course, the closer they'd get. But I don't know. You'd have to compensate for that. It would have to be stiffer than the regular jerky, because you know if it's not stiff, stiffer than the regular it jerky. It is. Yes. I, I hesitate to call it a jerky in your case, given that you're given that you're you're locked down for so many days. On end. Swinging, swinging that jerky, keeping your distance. Oh, oh, oh! So in the in the uh, in, in the latest. Uh, uh, oh, never mind. I don't want to go there. So what the fuck? It's crazy, man. Just crazy. I may have allegedly, allegedly committed a crime today. When today, when I went, I when I sent my order off to the store, uh, I had to actually go pick it up because it was en- enough that I could more or less carry, just barely. And uh, so the store is a block away, right? And. I went out to the store and I walked by the store and I kept walking around the block and then I did it again and again and again uh, five times I walked around the block it was glorious so to, that's, to walk that's, that's five offenses they could boxcar you allegedly you do you, 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 you just admitted it on the live recording it's not alleged anymore it's you know what it's called now a confession okay you're you'd have to prove this isn't you and plus you'd have to have They'd have to believe you over me because I will tell them it's you because I don't want anybody else getting in trouble. But if they boxcar you, it's probably a fine. What does boxcar mean? One after the other. There's yeah, consecutive gotcha. sentences. So if they say, well, you did the same thing five times, we'll, we'll give you five years for each time, but they can run consecutive. Right. So you're doing five times five. Boxcar would be you're doing five, then five, then five, then five because it's five times five. So you'd be in for 25 years. That's boxcars. So by the time you got out, you'd be in your 60s, and I'd be fucking dead. Maybe the quarantine so. would, would be over. <laughs> yeah, well, with whatever's left, for Christ's sake. Yeah, Isn't so the, now, that I, now that I think about it, I think I might have dreamt that. Uh. <laughs> uh, no, and now that sounds like an excuse since we've talked about the legality of it, and, and in fact it is. And there isn't anybody with a lick of sense, which doesn't include you, that would think otherwise. Well, actually, I did uh, tweet this past week about a dream that I had that involved going for a walk. Uh, no, you did it. No, I actually did. Like, this is legit. Oh, it's on the Internet. It? Uh, it? it really is. Well, that's that's Let, in your favor. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and it actually is true that I, I, I dreamt about, about going for a walk. Or was, it a, or was it a premonition? I don't know, man. Think about it. What happened after you had this dream? I woke up. And walked how many times around the block? I think it was just part of the dream. Wait, am I awake now? No. See, that's the thing about it. You're not awake now. And everything you think is a lie. It's true. Including this. Including that. Yeah. Yes. So where do you stand? I, My I'm, fucking I'm not standing. 
I'm floating. Look at that shit. Look at that shit. Don't f show me your finger. Watch this. Ah. Okay. The, the audio for that is <laughs> just classic. It probably is. Hey. People can imagine it. Hey, you, watch this. Hey, ah. <laughs> All right, Dennis. I can picture his finger. As soon as he did it, I can picture it. I've got a trigger finger. A lot of people do. So, no, but I, I had this dream uh, where I uh, where I was out for a walk because I've been just incarcerated. That's a strong word. I've been uh, on, on house arrest for uh, for so many days, and it was just beautiful. I was I was walking down the street, and it was the sun was on my skin and the wind, and it was just beautiful, and I was just happy. Uh, but then I noticed that there were some there were some white vans pulling up to some of the houses on, in my in my town. And people in full body suits were coming were coming out of the vans, and they had assault rifles, and they were going into houses and pulling out the infected people. This was your dream. This was my dream, and they Holy were and they were loading they were they were loading people into these vans uh, to be taken away to some quarantine facility. Oh my god! But I was just like, do 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 do. I'm lo I'm loving my walk, and then when when I almost got all the way home, I was almost all the way home, right? And this police car pulls up beside me. And I'm like, shit, I know that I'm not allowed to be out walking without a real reason. I, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm busted. And I thought maybe I can run, maybe I can, you know, make it all the way home. But, but the, the cop pulled up and said, Hey, you stop. And before I could do anything, he was out of the car and he had a gun pointed at me. And I was like, Oh fuck. And, uh, I was like, so I just, you know, in, in those situations, you're just like, well, I guess whatever's going to happen to me is going to happen to me. And, uh, but then the cop's car, this is straight out of like a police academy movie. The cop had not put his parking brake on and his car started to roll down the hill. <laughs> and so he ran after the after the car and I realized, oh shit, this is my chance. And so I dashed around a corner and, 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 and took the back alleys back home and I made it back home safely. And I was just like, whew, uh, that was a harrowing uh, walk. And you woke up and remembered it all. I woke up and I remembered it all. And I wrote it down it. and I recorded it. And I've. Oh my God, that's like, that is so. The, but that, that's like that's like where my head is at now is right. is I if I if I leave the house I will be put in jail and also right. people are dying everywhere and right. holy shit right. Right. and like already at my local hospital here in my little fishing village in in Spain uh, they are asking anyone that has any uh, scuba masks to to donate them and the way you donate them is you call a number and, the, and a police officer will come to your house and pick it up to take it to the to the hospital to wow. be to be converted into a respirator because that's wow. where we are people are dying there's probably people in the ICU of, of your of your local hospital right now um, for sure anyone listening to this a week from now uh, that's going to be true because it's uh it's fucking scary so sorry for people yep and <clears throat> it's it's one of these things where like we all need to band together and do the right thing and for luckily for most of us the right thing to do is to do nothing like Hunker down. stay the fuck at home and talk to as few people as possible don't go over and see your friend don't go out and do anything it's the minimum distance and i i have to imagine that soon uh in the U.S., they're going to stop letting you go out for walks because uh, it's just, you know, if, if anybody loves having a uh, empowered police force, it's it's America. Yeah, well, so it's uh, it's it it's hit New York City so terrible and it's doubling every two days. And they're afraid the peak won't hit for another 14 to 21 days. And they're already just so overwhelmed and it's so frightening and you know the dreams i've had are strange i don't understand them and i'm maybe you can put it together for me i, I don't dream like it's a fucking p-grade movie <laughs> like like you do i mean you had a plot it had a beginning it had a middle it had an ending it had a happy ending you could run in my dreams if there's a reason that i have to run i can't run i can't move I'm like in tar and so my latest dream is not so much about that but I'm in a train station or an air or air, airport 
and and I've, I've got my stuff and I've missed my plane and I have another plane and they gather my stuff and there's a lot of stuff and and they get on a cart and I go and I and it's the wrong plane and they, then they have to go out and I'm going to be late and and then and then I look and the luggage is there's more luggage and then and and then I start to unload it and and every time I unload it it just fills up again and it's just all this luggage and it's everything I own it's like stuff from home it's boxes of stuff it's just and it just goes on that way and, and I, I wake up just wretched <laughs> there's no there's no cop car going back it's like what is it in, in another one where I'm in a closet and there's clothes hanging in front of me mm-hmm. and it's, it's I could recognize it as I say it's my closet actually and and Every time I go to take something off the shelf that I have with the clothes stacked on the side of me, I take it down. But every time I look up, there's more there. And and there's more. And I'm getting late. And I'm going to miss my plane. And I'm trying to pack. And, <laughs> and I wake up wow. wretched. And I had it probably five nights in a row. And then started doing some things with my head before I went to sleep. And then decided that the dreams I was having was having after I woke up, perhaps go to the bathroom, whatever. They were after that. Mm-hmm. So now what I do is I just wake up a bit and I read a little bit and I fall more deeply to sleep and I haven't had it. But I had like five days straight. I mean, I'm talking to my wife about it and she's looking at me like, oh, wow, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Closet, closet nightmares. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, well, <laughs> let's not call them that. <laughs> um, but yeah, strange. And just, just, you know, and of course, a lot of times these kind of dreams, it's like, well, well, it's obvious. I mean, it's like if you're having a dream that you got a soft tire in your car, go look at your tire. It, it Maybe that's what you, your perception was and you didn't mm-hmm. notice it while you were awake. Um, well, I mean, you, so, you clearly have too much shit in your closet. I do have a lot of stuff in my closet. And I think about it now, what's in there, because when I moved into my office, then the whole house is full of shit like this. You would think, that, you think that moving house would allow some period of cleansing – Oh, it, it is, in fact, and that's what I've done. But so what I did was I took the stuff that I wanted and put up in my much, much smaller office. And then I've got four to six boxes of stuff that there's just no place to put it here. But I haven't gone through it and decided what to do with it yet. Right. You know, and, and I'm also not, uh, I, I haven't finished my basement yet. So when I'm in my work area, I usually put, you know, crazy shit all over my work area. You know, two-headed cabs, you know, things of that nature, stuff everybody tries to collect. Yes. Those dismembered uh, baby dolls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Baby dolls hanging by the wrist with no head on them. Yeah, that's that's nice. My, my grandchildren will love that. I have two. I do have two dancing Mexicans down there. Uh, you mentioned them, yes. Yes. Uh, Pedro Chico and Cecilia, and, or whatever their names are. Chico and uh, Chico and Jojo. Chico and Jojo, yes. And we do a little dance down there. That's fun. And they got they got mustaches painted on them like the old Groucho Marx. Yeah. Where he didn't have a mustache, they just took a big wide swap of black paint and slapped it on his mustache. <laughs> God, he was funny. Yeah. So here we are in lockdown. I heard a great uh, Spanish. Well, Spanish. I heard a great uh, dad joke recently. So this past weekend, we uh, we switched uh, we switched time zones, time zones. We switched time zones. Fucking, we switched to daylight savings time. Okay. And uh, and there was there was this joke going around that um, hey everybody the 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 government has lifted the quarantine. If you're for one hour, you can go out at two a.m. but you have to be back at home by three a.m. Which of course in spring. It's the exact time. <laughs> it's the exact time. That it changes. So. Yes, which is which is uh, which I is an inter- which is an interesting hour. So I'm reading a book, a novel. I'll I'll get the name of it sometime soon. But it's a it's a history of a family of witches that goes back to 1826 and, and gypsies from the Romani family. And it's interesting. I love I love this stuff. Oh, speaking of which, speaking of which, your recent communication to me relative to the final episode of The Outsider, mm. wherein you stated, and I think it's pretty close to a quote here, is that you know you hope the season ends because there's there's only so much that I'm going to uh, 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 I'm, settle I'm for or, yes. or, or believe in or believe in on this. Uh, what did you call it? But I think you call it uh, something shit. You call it like the spiritual shit. That's what no. supernatural. Yes. There's so much I've done about, about the supernatural shit. Is that true? Something like that. That is a 
poor representation of my idea, but I, I will elaborate now that we've put us onto this topic, which I which I was hoping that we would discuss. Uh, I I have a low threshold for yes. uh, supernatural storytelling where um, random shit yeah. just happens yeah. and there's yeah. no real explanation. Right. Um, right, and so we talked about this before, and people can find this about episode forty nine at happyhour.fm. It's probably not that episode, but uh, one of our episodes, just you have to go back through them all. Uh, so, <laughs> How many would that be? <laughs> well, uh, before this one that you're listening to now, that would be uh, 53 episodes, because this is episode number 54. Uh, so my... I... Uh, I am okay with a little bit of weirdness, especially if it's if it relates to... Uh, time travel or um like, like the I'm, time traveler for example you i'm not i'm not with was in your range of, of belief the time traveler from five six years ago the time traveler i mean time traveler's wife yes yes i i like that movie that a lot. was within your that was within your limit yes and also i have to come out and say that i have a pretty serious crush on rachel mcadams the uh the actress in that in that series, in that movie. As uh, does most of America, so... Yeah, yeah well, she's actually yeah. pretty close to my age, so I'm allowed to. Uh, but the... <laughs> What's that? But, there are limits? What, there are limits? Yes. There's dimples. There oh, my God. Uh, anyway, um, but uh, I don't like monster movies or uh-huh. stuff where there's ghosts and shit. I'm, so let me ask I'm, you this. Well, hold let on, hold on. Let me finish my fucking thought. That's a long thought. Well... So, so maybe you should make it two thoughts, however you want. Go ahead. I only got the one thought. I only got one thought. I only had one thought in my head, and I done forgot it one. (laughs) No, but I I had it. So, a a great example of right on my borderline of uh, it's not even sci-fi. This is uh, um, supernatural stuff. Uh, Have have you seen? Hold on. Write down your questions as I'm... You can't just interrupt me every time you have a question. Jesus Christ. Have you interviewed anyone before? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, oh. so... Hey, I'm the Chris Matthews of the fucking podcast world. You can, have you... Have hey, you... Hey, hey. Your thoughts? <laughs> have you seen Stranger Things? Then you? Fuck no. The Netflix series. No, because you don't have Netflix. Uh, so Stranger Things is right on the borderline of what I can accept because they... There's this spooky monster thing that is out there and it drives a lot of the plot and I'm willing to forgive some of that uh, which is also the plot of The Outsider is there's this spooky monster thing out there uh, that is uh, really we're not really sure its nature as we go through the series but the um, but we gather information about it um, so I, to conclude I want to say that <laughs> <laughs> That the outsider was, in summary, was right there on my limit of what I can accept for supernatural bullshit. In conclusion, I'm sorry, I talked right over the top of you, but please finish it that way because this this is like an interview. So, in conclusion, then, attention, everyone, wake, did he fall asleep? My conclusion is that the outsider was. Just barely acceptable for supernaturalism. For your at your relatively, admittedly low level of enthusiasm for the genre. For the genre, as they uh-huh. say in France. As they probably <laughs> say everywhere except in my office. The genre. This is the Caitlin Jenner. Are you in? You're like not a species. You're some kind of genre. That's that's a Jenner. You a boy or a girl? What, what's your Jenner? I, I like to talk about the genre. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, give me so, but your... But you said, you mentioned earlier that, that it's not sci-fi so much, because that was one of the questions I had naturally was, well, but that probably doesn't apply to science fiction for you. You can probably accept a whole lot more stuff in science fiction, because by its nature, science fiction at its best has got some degree of credibility to it, or it's not going to be so much science fiction that it's going to be into fantasy or horror. Exactly. As, right? So as exact we... Mundo, so you you put a you put a very fine point on that that the the border between sci-fi and fantasy has always been important for me because fantasy like 
I couldn't care less about elves or gnomes or whatever the fuck Frodo is. Uh, uh, I I just don't I just don't care. But under a fucking rock somewhere is that, is your isolation under COVID nineteen that you got to stay under the rock that you've lived in? What? What do you mean you don't know Frodo is? What? You still haven't watched Moonstruck, have you? Is that it's the one, that the one with all the dwarves? <laughs> what was that joke about the dwarves? What was that joke about the dwarves? I saw six dwarves last night. What, what, how did, what was it? Uh, and all last, the- night in the, last night in the middle of the night, I couldn't stand it. I had to go see the six dwarves. Not sleepy. Something like that, yeah. It's not very funny, though. Or You tell, you tell those jokes better than I do. Yeah. I feel like a dwarf listening to Dennis. Grumpy. Oh, wait, no. Wow, that's, that's, that's like, poetic. That's, like... And, like, the whole... Like, what are the... They've kidnapped this woman in the... They found this... They found this... This, uh... This, uh... Roofied princess in the jungle, and they've... And they've kidnapped her. Like, what are the seven dwarves up to, really? Not good. It's like, what are, they, what are they doing with this woman? I don't... Not I, good. I mean... It's not good. Why do you think he's so sleepy? And why do you think he's so grumpy? I don't know, man. Let's walk through them. Can you name the seven dwarves? How many can you name? I'm going to give you one minute. Go. Name the seven dwarves. And also, I mean, they aren't, they aren't adults because, because they're minors. They're what? <laughs> Well, that's a little pun. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, that's a clever little pun. With I'm not no googling. Uh, grumpy, sneezy, smiley. No, happy. Who is our Who is our um, our mascot dwarf? Happy. Oh, because he he has he has 24 happy hours. So we got day. a mascot. Happy. And he's what? Is, he's, he's and it's it's a dwarf. It's a dwarf? Yeah. With a big hat and big. It's he's a, got a big smile. It's not a big he's mascot. Got, he's he's a dwarf. <laughs> Uh, well, let's see. Hold on. So, so we we had uh, grumpy, sneezy, sleepy, happy. Uh, How many you got? I'm, I'm up six? to four. I'm up to four. Uh, oh, you got more than four? Let's see. We did at least six. Donner and Blitzen? No. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Lazy. Okay. Lazy. How about, uh, I know of Slovenly. That was one. Another one was uh, Peckerhead. That was one. Right. Another one was fucking Gumbo. That was one. Mm-hmm. Another one was Bullface. I remember that one. Yeah. Another one was Fuckwad. I remember that one. How many did I name? 14? Because they all had kids. These are their kids' names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids' names. Well. Sneeze, you know what Sneezy's kids' names was? Uh, Chu? He had 19 children. You know what the last one was named? Uh, COVID. COVID. Wow. That's how we got the name. Dark. Yeah. The, there weren't a lot of other girl dwarves that they could be, um, making the families with. You know? (laughs) I don't... Here's the thing. You don't know this, but some of the seven dwarves were women who had ample facial hair. That's the way it is with those hobbits. Mm-hmm. Women and men have equal amounts of facial hair. That explains Hobbit. It. That's what, that's what uh, Frodo was. Yep. Yep. So we'll bring, you, we'll bring you into the new age. And so I started a new, uh, a new binge um, uh, that I'm enjoying, and, and it stems from... I've mentioned in other show episodes uh, our, our wonderful love with uh, Six Feet Under, the Alan Ball written, often directed, screenplay written, amazing series that prior to Game of Thrones was the biggest series. And Alan Ball went on from there to create True Blood, which is a story of a world where vampires have been accepted as part of society and have earned a certain amount of equal rights. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of these crazy stories where they just create this reality where, yeah, vampires are everywhere and it's all legal now. And they sell a, a, a fabricated blood called True Blood, T-R-U, 
newer Leo LOD and a six a four pack. Mm-hmm. It's real expensive. But that's why if, if the vampires drink that, then they don't have to kill anybody. But it's not a perfect world, of course. Do they at least like tax it highly so we can get revenue for the I'm government? Sure. I'm sure they do. But so here's the thing is I'd never seen it. And it was shot it, much as I mentioned some time ago that we were binging on Treme, which once again, I binging mean, on what? Treme, the HBO series Treme eh? of New Orleans post post Katrina. OK, you were binging on that. Yes. And, and so that same guy, same kind of venue in any way where that was all shot in Louisiana, obviously, New Orleans, Treme. But now this new series we're binging on is shot in north, uh, north central Louisiana in a made-up parish in a made-up town. And so it's interesting to go from one part of Louisiana to another part of Louisiana in the series. But here's the thing. After two episodes of it, I absolutely love it because it allows you to suspend belief. And one of the questions that I would have is by the sounds of it, I don't, I, I don't know whether you'd like it. No, I don't know what vampires is is one of the mm, the off. No, I, I don't. I would be open to watching an episode or two to see if they can pull it off in a way that doesn't annoy me. But uh, yeah, I'm not well, big on on the on the vamp, on the vampires and werewolves and fairies yeah. and witches and shit. Well, the the second episode you would you would you would conclude. I'm sure the second episode got real cheesy with the vampire thing, which was surprising because the first episode wasn't particularly cheesy and and became stereotypical and a little bit less functioning within the plot line I thought they were trying to establish. And I, I wouldn't have done it that way, mm-hmm. was my view of it. And I think that'd be enough to drive you away. Uh, but the first episode is worth seeing um, because that's where the premise is established. And it's just interesting to see the characters. But it's done in, a, in almost... Uh, I don't know, almost a 19, almost like a sitcom situation where the characters are a bit all over the top. Overacting? You know. uh, no, 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 because the acting is impeccable. Huh. It's the care. It's sort of like, it's sort of like uh, greater than, uh, you know, greater than life characters in real life, mm-hmm. right? Where there's a character who's always dramatic and, you know, some crazy man walks into a restaurant and starts spouting poetry whatever in some small town that's right makes you an eccentric uh individual in a realistic way but in this case the character development has got them all a quirkier bunch than most mm-hmm. to say the least and acting that supports it but it's because the premise is so unusual because i am bored to shit yes i will watch it yeah uh vampires and zombies are, I don't. I don't. No interest uh, to me. I've never done. I, I. I. I'm with you on zombies, and that's interesting. I say that because perhaps there's, on a scale of, you know, how much you like and how much you don't like, then while I'm further down the the lane than you on that, even I would say too. I've never never been one to zombies, even though, a uh, the daughter of one of our dear friends, who Is lives zombie? down in June, no, but in the. Uh, in the uh, zombie uh, uh, Netflix show, or the which I think it was Netflix, in the, credits, the Walking Dead, the Walking Dead in the credits, when they're showing the uh, hands of the of the uh, Walking Dead, it's her hands that they're filming. She has the strangest hands; they look like they each have an extra knuckle. And uh, we were out. Uh, she has undead having, hands. Yeah, yeah. We went out to dinner with our good friends and her in Atlanta drinking and, and having fun and she was telling stories and then she put her hands down on the table and she started doing the squiggly thing. It was a hoot. They were her hands. And wow. and she also was a zombie extra where she said, you know, did you see the time, you know, when there was a zombie and there was a, a woman and, and she had a rock in her hand and she was going to bash in the head of somebody? She, she says, that was me. <laughs> But they use my hands, which is more important because, you know, I think there's a payment, per, you know, in, if it's in the opening credits, you're going to get a payment every time it airs, right? That means every episode. Yeah, I love, uh, I'm a big fan. One of the things that grabbed me about The Outsider is um, I love a premise where some phenomenon has happened 
and the characters are as confused as the audience as to what the fuck happened. And, what is this? Yeah. And there's some yeah. there's some there's some hint that there might be a logical explanation about this or something has happened. Right. Um, so, like for the the outsider, for example, man, they only paid for uh, for Bateman for the two episodes, didn't they? Like they. Uh, well, he he directed the first three. Okay, okay. And he starred in the first two. Yeah. And he was a producer. And they okay. In fact, an executive producer. Okay. So yeah. yeah. So, so he, he funded a, some of it, but yeah, then, it's, then, it's, he, it's, then he disappeared. Like they could have brought him back in the last episode. Uh, well, they, they did. They referenced him. They showed his face. Okay. Right. They, so this is like in our recent Castaway episode where the the uh, what was shown very strongly implied something that wasn't actually shown, and I I don't think I saw him. I was looking out for him. Um, when the uh, when the outsider was on the floor of the cave, and Ralph was standing over him, talking him into uh, uh, a movement that would show that he wasn't really dead. Yes, that was good because he was laying there dead, and Ralph just started haranguing him and insulting him and he started twitching his hands and he started twitching his lips and 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 ralph just taunted him and it's like every episode of this podcast for me yes and one of the things that he did (laughs) well some of it one of the things that he did was as as the as the monster began to become just infuriated with what was happening and pretty much helpless given they had a fucking 450-pound jagged stone that fell from the roof and pinned him through the chest. Spoiler alert. Feet yeah. into the wall, you know. Yep. Right? Right? But as as he became furious, he in turn taunted Ralph, and his face shifted into the shapes of every single character in that series who ended up dead at his hands. The black kid who was yes. suicide by police, Terry... Yep. Point big Terry, that is the only recurrence, except in picture and right. and, and whatnot. It was the only actual, and it really wasn't him anyway. But it was that character because he played he two two characters. But okay. yeah, I I accept your argument. Yes, that was a that was a weird. Oh, that was way moment. weird. And yes. and the thing is, and Ralph, who bashes his head in with a big stone. And what's interesting to me is that there's no resolution there. That 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 wouldn't have me believe any more than he killed him the first time with a fucking stalagmite sticking in his heart than bashing his head in. And because they wanted to cover it up, they left the body there and it's whatever. But then, and what the, does a body even mean, man? In that but, scenario, but, well, it'll just wilt into the skin of a snake right. and all be left as a shell because that's all it was in the first place. Yeah, you're and those right. hollow there's another, eyes. There's another season. Well, the other season. But here's the thing that intrigues me and why I was a bit taken aback by your rather summary, uh, uh, you know, just close the door on this kind of stuff is that, as I wrote to you, that certainly the idea that Holly, who showed in the last scene in the middle of the credits, had a large scratch on her arm, signifying, of course, that she was the next target. And what the series would be like if she, with her unbelievable abilities and skills, was the target of... El Coco, mm-hmm. that's worth watching because I couldn't take my eyes off Cynthia Arevo. The entire, the ent- every yes. moment she yes. was on the screen, I was riveted. If this turns where Ralph, who was a powerful character, yes. and Mendelssohn's acting was phenomenal. I was impressed that there, that there was a protagonist with a bit of a lisp. You don't see a lot of that. Who had the lisp? The Ralph guy. He... He, he he talked a little with a lisp. I thought some so well maybe some type of uh, eccentric speech pattern. I'm not sure there was a lisp. No, but you know okay. he, you know he's Australian. Have you heard him interviewed? No. Oh well, hear him interviewed and then decide what you were hearing. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, but anyway, the, the point is that uh, 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 Ravo. I hope I'm not mispronouncing her name. Um, well, she if, she's also. She's also just golden right now. Uh, oh yeah. Like the yeah. the the thing that the um, you had me looking at um, at interviews Period. of her where Period. where she well where where she was being interviewed and she started singing stuff and uh, and the 
and the title of the video was if she had won an Oscar for that, she would have been the youngest EGOT winner ever uh, with an Emmy and a Grammy and a Tony and an Oscar. Uh, uh, that she, she what was the what was she up for an Oscar for? Harriet, I think. Harriet, well, I've, I've never seen it. Well, neither have I. Well, I don't know. She was up for an Oscar. I don't. I don't think she. I don't think she won it. But um, well, no, no, no. She did it with it. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I've got several things I want to talk about. What I was saying is this thing where the characters don't know what's going on either. Uh, I love that sort of that sort of thing. Uh, there's lots of examples of of this. Uh, like, have you ever seen a series called The Leftovers? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. How much of it have you seen? Oh, Every bit of it. Okay, I never missed an episode. Where, where that was, that was a thing where like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck just happened? Uh, and everybody, everybody, and everybody reacted series, in a different way. And everybody in the series, the whole time, doing only one thing, trying to answer that single question. Right. What the fuck happened? Right. Uh, what, what's your what's your favorite scene in all of it? I have one. I want to. Well, what's yours? I wonder if it's the same. Oh, I don't know. Uh, it was all. I don't have a particular favorite. Well, so my favorite in all of it was when the uh, uh, at the time of the of the departure that uh, there was a, a trailer that was carrying uh, balloons, mannequin-sized balloons, and it ended up the person driving it ended up being one of the folks that disappeared, and so it crashed. And when it crashed, all of the balloon-type mannequins floated out. And there was a born-again Christian in his car watching it. And he thought then, and of course was convinced for the rest of his life, that what he saw was the, right. great, the, the, the great ending, right? <laughs> the rapture. And, and it is... It is well. The, it the is, whole, the whole, the whole series, like the the whole premise, is very, is very much rapture adjacent, right? Yes. Because, well, it is a fact. It um, is a fact. Yes. And and the the other thing that's so odd about that series that I just love is how the camp is named after Nixon, and how the folks who are on the weird part of the uh, now the abject community affected by this are in a camp that not only is named after Nixon, but has a 25-foot paper mache statue of Nixon in the front of it. <laughs> it is like, what? Who thought of this? No, but, right, and, and well, you know who thought of it? No, it, yes, the, the same same guy that made uh, Leftovers made uh, made Watchmen. <clears throat> and did you read the book, Leftovers? No. Oh, read the book. And, so it's based and, on a book. Uh, well, sort of. Sort of, it's the the book would have to be ten times as long okay. to yeah. get what, what what the screenwriters did here. No, they, they, so they, they was, left the book in the dust in about three episodes. So it was created by Damon Lindelof, who his his major first introduction to the world was uh, Lost. Did you watch any Lost? Reality show? No, it was uh, it. It's you're you're adjacent in that you came up with that. It's uh, it's it was this show where some people found themselves uh, on a deserted island and couldn't figure out why, and it went several seasons. And everyone was just uh, it was I was not caught up in it, but everyone was very caught up in this thing of uh, why are they there? How did this happen? What's the phenomenon behind it? And it sort of petered out at the end where like they didn't really explain anything. Uh, oh, which just sucked, and everyone just really was upset. Right. Um, <clears throat> but he, um, but he learned from that, and he went on to make Leftovers, which was somewhat more explained, and then yeah. later Watchmen. Um, but you know, my wife, my wife would like Leftovers. Go ahead. Uh, there's so many other things that uh, that come to mind with this discussion. Uh, my one one of the best horror movies that is very similar to um, to The Outsider is Do you remember the 1998? Denzel Washington movie called Fallen, where it was a serial killer that could transfer his soul between people by touch. And this detective, Denzel Washington, oh, it's so good. This, this, oh. Denzel Washington is searching for this guy, and the guy can just walk down the street and reach out and touch another person, and he like becomes that that person, and he's, which makes him really hard to track down. And that's say. the bad guy? Yes, the, the bad guy. And so as such, he can commit these crimes, much like in, in The Outsider, 
as other people. So he takes control of your body. He goes and, and kills somebody else, and then he switches over to another body, and all the evidence points to you because it was your body and your fingerprints and everything that, that did the murder. Um, ah, similar, similar. To, very, uh, very similar. Uh-huh. And it's, I wonder if they're related in the – I wonder if uh, Stephen King read that. Uh, well, it's, it's a movie, but yes, the uh, right, right, I, I right. highly recommend it. I will send you a link to that. You can try and find it. Um, and another thing that I like, uh, there was this TV show called Flash Forward. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. No, where I don't know. The, the premise is, uh, much like in, in Leftovers, uh, there was this moment in time where uh, almost everyone like 99.99% of, of humans uh, lost consciousness for 137 seconds. And as such, there were a bunch of car crashes and planes went down and shit happened. And, uh, but no one could explain why, right? So this, the, the show tracks these, um, I don't know if they're FBI agents or something, these people that are trying to figure out what happened and why. And then like, I think it, maybe it happens again, but much like in, much like in leftovers, uh, the natural human reaction to these things is to like search for some spiritual, uh, religious, uh, reason and people from these cults. And it's very, uh, like, because no one really understands what happened. Anyway, it was, it was really great. And it went on for, uh, one and a half seasons. And then it got, and then it got cut. And I was so disappointed. It was one season of 22 episodes, according to Wikipedia. Uh, but it was, it was cool. It was one of these things of, I don't know what the fuck is happening. So one of the one of the f facts that we need to explore just for a second is that during the one hour that we've been talking, if you in fact listen to this one hour, at the end of the one hour, when you look at your watch, it will actually be three hours later. And the subject of what happened in the world, the other part of the world, except for the 45 people who are listening to this, everybody else in the world lost two hours except for you and you were here. That is the ultimate happy hour. Yes, everyone else probably got something done during this hour, and you were just here listening to us. <laughs> you've just you've just wasted another hour of your life. But what the fuck else you got to do? You might just exactly. Well, listen to this nonsense. I gotta go, bro. Okay. I gotta go. I gotta go see True Blood. Well, I gotta go see true sleep <laughs> and maybe i'll dream of going for another walk allegedly dream a little dream of me i hope not good uh stay safe for another week dennis you too bro please love don't you, cough anybody yeah. love, you, love you too Bye.